The most important player on the New Orleans Saints defense is officially back, and that could mean good things for the New Orleans Saints. We got all of that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, as always, for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, all you everydayers can always subscribe and follow always for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And as always, if you want to keep the conversation going one-on-one with me, or as well as take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, insider information, early access, and much more, you can become a Locked on Saints insider by heading over to joinsubtext.com slash Locked on Saints to join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I am your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola, on your favorite social media, your New Orleans Saints expert, credentialed member of the media. You can find me as a senior writer and reporter over at Saints News Network, Sports Illustrated's fan nation site covering the New Orleans Saints every Tuesday on the Locked On NFL podcast and here with you every single Monday through Friday and then some on Locked On Saints. Today's episode of Locked On Saints is not a crossover Thursday episode anymore. That is earlier on the morning episode with Tyler Rowland of Locked On Titans, but crossover Thursday is here all across the NFL channel. So if you want to get ready for crossover Thursday, as well as all of your weekend games, all that you just head over to the game that you want to check out and the team that you want to check out, all sponsored by our friends at Prize Picks. On today's episode of Locked on Saints, our injury update, quick hitter episode that we do after every practice, we're going to be taking a look at Ryan Ramchek and Jimmy Graham returning to practice, but Kendra Miller not. What does it all mean? Uh, we're also going to take a look at what's going to change my mind about the New Orleans Saints going into this weekend's game. I, I have infamously chosen against the Saints in this game, and you have all let me know how stupid I am for doing so. So let's talk about what would make me wrong in my projection. What would make me change my mind? But first, I want to get to the biggest story of the day here. Marshall Lattimore returns to practice in full for the New Orleans Saints ahead of their matchup. Thank you all for the nice setup comments, uh, as well as that next matchup against why this is important going up against uh, DeAndre Hopkins and the uh, Tennessee Titans. This is Huge for the New Orleans Saints to have Marshawn Lattimore back in this game and have him back for the beginning of the season. We have seen over and over and over again how well Marshawn Lattimore performs going up against the top flight talent uh, in the NFL at wide receiver. And that's about to be the case here, matching up against guys like DeAndre Hopkins. Now, we should know that it's not just going to be a matchup of Marshall Lattimore and DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is going to move all over the place. They're going to run him out of the slot with the Atlanta uh, with the Atlanta Cardinals. I mean, they might as well be, right? Right? Like the Atlanta Falcons might as well just be the Cardinals, right? Anyway, the Arizona Cardinals, when DeAndre Hopkins was on the team with them last year, they deployed DeAndre Hopkins out of the slot 21% of the time. 21%. That's a lot. That's a pretty hefty amount. Now, the Tennessee Titans deployed um, uh, Westbrook Akina coming out of the slot 
for them. Uh, last year at like a 47% clip, he's still on the team. Because of that, there could be a situation here where you still see Westbrook Aquina as well as DeAndre Hopkins taking snaps out of slot. But even Traylon Burks last year took a big portion. He was second on the team for the Tennessee Titans taking snaps out of the slot. So why am I bringing this up? The reason why I mentioned this is because it's not just about Marshawn Lattimore. It's going to be about Paulson Adebo, and it's going to be about Alante Taylor as well. Alante Taylor and DeAndre Hopkins locked horns nine times last year when uh, the Saints traveled to Arizona for that Thursday night game, that atrocious Thursday night game. But one of the big highlights of that game was how well Alante Taylor held his own against DeAndre Hopkins. But that was on the outside. Now he's going to get his opportunity to match up with space on either side, space behind or space in front of him, as Joe Woods mentioned today when we got to speak to coordinators about the difference between playing as a slot corner versus playing outside. So this is going to be one of those things that you're going to want to watch all throughout this game. Where is DeAndre Hopkins pre-snap? Because it's not just going to be Marshawn Lattimore that's locking horns with him. It's going to be Paul Sinadibo and Alante Taylor as well. So it's great that Marshawn Lattimore is back in the lineup because you have your top dog out there. And for the majority of the time, Marshawn Lattimore versus DeAndre Hopkins will be a thing. However, it's not going to be a thing 100% of the time. Up to 20% of the time, we could see DeAndre Hopkins rolling out of the slot and therefore matching up with Alante Taylor. So all three corners have to be on their P's and Q's going into this game to limit not only Hopkins, but also Burks over on the other side and some of those other supplemental receivers. Now, I know you'll know when I say, you'll know what I mean when I say this, but there have been times in the past where the New Orleans Saints, their defense has done well against the top guys, but then have struggled against a third or fourth wide receiver because of the game plan. You can't let that happen against these Tennessee Titans when they already have a strong run game and they already have a strong defense. So all of these corners, all of the secondary is going to have to mind their P's and Q's. They're going to have to be on top of their game better than they were at any point last year. Not that they were bad last year, but they got to be up there up against this level of competition. And I'll tell you what, if the New Orleans Saints match up well, secondary to wide receiver wise against the Tennessee Titans, it puts them in a premier position to be able to win this game, barring one single statistic. I'll tell you what that statistic is as we continue on, because I want to tell you what would change my mind about picking against the New Orleans Saints this week if it happens in just the first quarter. I got that coming up for you as we continue on and wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most fun way to play daily fantasy sports. Look, I completely pulled away from fantasy football this season. I, I can't do it. I don't have the time and I genuinely don't have the interest. I don't like the idea of going up against, especially with daily fantasy, thousands and thousands of people. I want to be able to make the decisions based on the knowledge that I have, not, you know, being held up to some spreadsheet wizard somewhere. And that's why I like prize picks. It's this simple. You pick two or more players and then all you have to do is choose whether or not they're going to come in at more or less than their projection. So if you get let's say Michael Thomas, more or less than five and a half catches, receptions, that's the type of projection that you pick. It's that simple. You get those right, you can win a, you could turn $10 into like $200. It's absolutely outstanding. So if you wanna go and check them out, you're gonna head over to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL in all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100. That is 
prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL with promo code locked on NFL to get that first deposit match up to $100. That's at prizepicks today. And look, hiring new employees if you got a small business can always feel like a high stakes wager. So why don't you, just like prize picks, make it a little bit easier on yourself and check out our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. We've all used LinkedIn to look for jobs, but you can use them to hire and post jobs as well. They give you all the fantastic tools that you need, including the ability to be able to help spread the word by posting up that purple hashtag hiring frame. You get access to simple tools like screening questions that are going to allow you to be able to kind of call the candidates that have the right skills and the right experience, the folks that you want to talk to, identify, interview, and hire much faster. It's why small businesses have uh, rated LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading candidates. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster and for free. So post your job for free today at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, family, continuing on and wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints. Let me tell you what would change my mind. My projection on crossover Thursday was for the New Orleans Saints to lose to the Tennessee Titans 17 to 14. If this single thing happens in the first quarter, I will change my projection on the fly. I will go to FanDuel and I will bet on the New Orleans Saints. If the New Orleans Saints get one first quarter takeaway, everything changes for me. Everything changes for me at that point because that is the big time shift that the New Orleans Saints would need. I need to see the New Orleans Saints not beat themselves for the first time in two full years. That's the thing that I need them to prove to me. And takeaways where they had a franchise low last year are one of the biggest factors in getting that done. And especially if that takeaway automatically turns into points. Doesn't have to be a pick six, doesn't have to be a scoop and score type fumble or anything like that. I just look at the fact that if they can get a takeaway and turn that takeaway into points in the first quarter, nay, in the first half, I'll change everything about how I look at the New Orleans Saints in that specific game. I still have the New Orleans Saints finishing 11 and 6 this season. Finishing 11 and 6 means that I still have to project six losses. Sorry, but you have to do it. But if the New Orleans Saints can get that one takeaway in the first half, I might bump my projection up to 12 and 5. I think that that is such a big missing ingredient for their gumbo last year that just spoiled the roux entirely. Either they didn't cook it enough or they cooked it too dang long and they didn't know what they were doing. One of those two, they didn't know how to handle the route. And a lot of that comes down to the takeaway, something very foundational. Tomorrow morning, you're going to get an episode from me to where I, I, I do every Friday, the game plan, how to beat the team that's lined up across from you. And one of the things that they're going to have to do is solidify panic in Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is already going to be a little bit on edge. He's got four new first, uh, four new starters on the offensive line in front of him. The one returning starters playing at a new position. The offensive line should be ripe for them pickings when it comes to the New Orleans Saints being able to get into the backfield and particularly generate a pass rush. There's a key on how to beat Derrick Henry. We'll highlight that as well. But the main thing they have to do is catch Ryan Tannehill slipping. And one of the ways that they can do that is getting that first takeaway early on in the game. If they can do that then perhaps the floodgates open and we see the mistakes come in droves. The Saints also need to score on their first possession to help to open up a little bit of a lead, force Ryan Tannehill to throw, force him to make a mistake, then you can take advantage of it. If you can't do that, then my projection remains the same. That's the way that I look at it. That's simple, right? The Saints can change my mind very, very easily 
But as of right now, I got to see it happen. I need to see this team get out of its own way, which we haven't seen over the course of the past two years. I believe they can do it. I just need them to prove me right. And there's a couple of things that are going to go right for them going into this game. We're already starting to see that, especially when it comes to health. This might be the healthiest that we've seen the New Orleans Saints go into a game in what? two seasons, right? Like like you know, a week one injury report last year still was riddled with injuries and preseason injuries and seasons ending for players and things like that. The Saints had a little bit of that this year, but overall they've maintained their health. And that was evidenced today, not only in Marshawn Lattimore returning to the lineup, but also seeing guys like Ryan Ramchek and Jimmy Graham return to full as well, which is exactly what we expected from them, right? We expected that we were going to see them come in and have a, you know, a rest day on a Wednesday and then come back on Thursday, be full participation. Expect to see that all season long throughout the year. They're going to take it easy with those guys. The one place where the Saints are going to be a little hamstrung, no pun intended, it, it, I, I genuinely promise you that that was a genuine mistake pun there, uh, is that they won't have Alvin Kamara, as we all know, but they also are looking more like they're not going to have Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller, we saw him in the practice facility as we walked in for practice today, uh, but it was before stretch. He was in a jersey, no helmet. He dipped. He left. And so that tells you he didn't participate. The practice participation report came out. Him, Traquan Smith, JT Gray, all DNP, all not participating. But guys like Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchick, and Jimmy Graham went up to full participation, as we discussed before. So without Kendra Miller, without Alvin Kamara. It's going to be a big day for Jamal Williams, but they're going to have to supplement that run game elsewhere. Kirk Merritt is obviously a big player there. Taysom Hill is obviously a big player there, so on and so forth. The Saints did not replace uh, Jake Hayner's spot on the roster. They practiced today with 52 players on the roster, and really, they don't need an emergency third quarterback. They already have an emergency third quarterback in Taysom Hill who can play and do all the things that he wants, and if they need a third passer, they can always go to Taysom Hill. It's not like if Derek Carr and Jameis Winston go down in a game they're out of luck. They can't ever use Taysom Hill. Of course they can. They would just slide him in. You just don't get the extra player that counts against the rot, whatever, right? Not a big deal. So Saints are in a good place there. So they're together. They have their unit. They are healthy going into this game week one against the Tennessee Titans. They need to stay healthy. The big H, that's the biggest equalizer in all the NFL. And of course, they need to generate those early takeaways, those early turnovers and take advantage of mistakes. They do that. The New Orleans Saints go from 11 and six for me to 12 and five because they'll get a win week one. Coming up on tomorrow morning's episode, it's the game plan so that you're going to be able to get how to beat the Houston Texans, the Houston Texans, same thing, Tennessee Titans. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but how to beat the, uh, the, the Tennessee Titans. And then in the evening, we'll do another live show just like this, getting you all caught up in everything you need to know, as well as some of my final thoughts as well about how the New Orleans Saints can get all of this done. Right now, Chris Rosvoglu, good friend of mine, he's going live over in the State of the Saints podcast. Make sure you head over and check him out. At 7 p.m., you're going to be able to get a live show right, uh, right then with Jake Madison of Locked on Pelicans. And of course, if you're catching this later, you'll be able to catch both of those shows right where they're posted as well. So make sure you go and check out all the great folks doing some phenomenal work here in the New Orleans media market. We got a lot of fun stuff here all across and for every sport. So I appreciate you, as always, for making Locked on Saints uh, part of your day, part of your routine, making us your first listen of the day. And of course, for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, say hi. And if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family is doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.